This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The Sensemaker. Hello, I'm Basha, and this is Sensemaker. One story every day to make sense of the world. Today, the amazing tale of Julian Assange, the director of WikiLeaks. He's one of the most recognisable men in the world, and one of the most mysterious. He's a hacker, an activist, a celebrity, and an internationally wanted fugitive. He started by leaking thousands of documents that the United States military wanted to keep hidden, and he ended up hiding in the Ecuadorian embassy in London for seven years. The Americans are desperate to get their hands on him and to put him on trial, but last week a British court refused to send him to the States. It's not over yet though, the Americans are lining up an appeal. The question is, will they get their man in the end? Hotel 26, Crazy Horse 18, have five to six individuals with AK-47s. Request permission to engage. Roger that. Uh, we have no personnel east of our position. So uh, you are free to engage over. We're in the cockpit of a U.S. Air Force helicopter in Baghdad in 2007. Light them all up. Come on, fire! The crew has just gunned down a group of Iraqi civilians. The Hotel 26, Crazy Horse, 1-8. Oh yeah, look at those dead bastards. Nice. WikiLeaks published a video of this in 2010, and people around the world were outraged, both at the soldiers' attitude and at the US military for covering up what had happened. The Pentagon, the US military command, was furious too, but for a different reason. Someone in their ranks was leaking secrets, and the person they were doing it through was Julian Assange. Normally, leaking classified information is exactly the kind of crime which could get you sent back from Britain to the United States to stand trial. A few months later, Julian Assange published a bundle of 92,000 documents about the war in Afghanistan, and then another 400,000 about the war in Iraq. All the dirty secrets of these nasty wars were being hung out for everyone to see. The killings of thousands of innocent civilians 
and of their torture. And to a lot of people, Assange looked like a hero. He was taking huge risks to expose the truth. And there's a lot of information. So information that organisations are spending economic effort into concealing, uh, that's a really good signal that when the information gets out, there's a hope of it doing some good. But around this time, a different side of him began to emerge. People said that he was a tricky character, a man with an explosive temper and a big ego. He was an attention seeker. And all this time, the American authorities were scratching their heads and asking themselves, how can they put him on trial? But before I tell you more about Julian Assange, let me tell you about Tortoise. That's the newsroom where I work. We do slow news, not breaking news. And we also make a weekly podcast called The Slow Newscast, where we tell one investigative story in depth. I host that too, and I'd love for you to download it and to give it a listen. Now, back to Assange. Not long after that cockpit video was published in 2010, two women in Sweden went to the police to claim that Julian Assange had sexually assaulted them. He was charged with rape. Interpol has placed 39-year-old Julian Assange on its most wanted list after Sweden issued an arrest warrant for him as part of a drawn-out rape investigation. A rape charge is serious, of course, but it created a separate, bigger problem for Julian Assange. If he was sent from the UK to Sweden to stand trial for that charge and he ended up in custody, the Americans could finally get hold of him. He could go from a prison in Sweden to one in America, perhaps for the rest of his life. So he did what seemed like a crazy thing. He hid. He holed up in Ecuador's embassy in London because under international law, police aren't allowed to go into another country's embassy. And he stayed stuck in one or two rooms, never allowed to go outside for even a second, for seven years. He kept running WikiLeaks, and WikiLeaks kept leaking. They published emails sent from Hillary Clinton's private server, which created a scandal that helped Donald Trump get elected in 2016. And all this time, the American authorities were still figuring out how to catch him. And in 2019, they got a lucky break. Ecuador got a new president. And remember, it's their embassy in London where Julian Assange was hiding. The new president wanted to cozy up to America. And so in April of 2019, the Ecuadorians let the police into their embassy to arrest him. British police have arrested the founder of the WikiLeaks website, Julian Assange, and removed him from the Ecuadorian embassy in London. The Metropolitan Police say they were invited into the embassy after its government withdrew his asylum status. He's now thought to be en route to a central... He was charged with 17 counts of espionage, and the United States asked for him to be extradited to be put on trial. It looked as if, finally, the long arm of American law had grabbed hold of Julian Assange. Which brings us to last week, and to a real surprise. A British judge had to rule on whether or not Julian Assange could be extradited. And she said no. All those years of hiding and the thing that Julian Assange feared didn't happen anyway. But the judge's ruling isn't all good news for Assange, because it's based on her accepting that he's already paid a high price through his health. After seven years of living entirely indoors, the judge accepted that Julian Assange has got depression, memory problems and a heart defect. She decided that he's too unwell, physically and mentally, to survive the harsh conditions of an American prison. 
because a high-profile prisoner like him would probably have been taken to a supermax jail and kept in solitary confinement for up to 23 hours a day. Experts said that under those circumstances, he'd probably try to commit suicide. The American government will appeal, but they're unlikely to win. And we know that because of the case of a Scottish IT administrator called Gary McKinnon. He hacked into some US military computers and the Americans tried to extradite him too. He made the same argument as Julian Assange that he'd be a real suicide risk if he ended up in jail in the United States. And eventually he won. Gary McKinnon is still in the UK and still free. The Sensemaker, 